This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com guys you know what I love the most and what I think other girls love too is when my guy comes at the same time that I do but that rarely happens and that's because there really is an orgasm gap women take just a little bit longer to come than guys but there is a solution to that problem and that is promescence delay spray Now, I know what you're thinking, delay spray. I don't have PE, but (laughs) their delay spray is not just for guys with PE. It is for any guy who wants to last a little longer in bed without having to worry about it. And that's because it is not going to totally numb you out and it will not transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I use their warming gel. That's what I always recommend. They also sell lube and condoms. They have supplements that are going to make you both hornier and stronger. It's called Vitaflux. They have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. I love promescent products, but don't just take it from me. Over 2,000 medical professionals recommend them too. So go get yourself some. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon to get all your promescent products. They have free shipping. They have a 60-day money-back guarantee and your package is going to arrive discreetly. So no one's going to know what the F you bought. (laughs) That's promescent.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous Confessions because I do change everybody's voices. If you want to be on the show because you have like an interesting, naughty life, but you want to remain anonymous, you can call in. Uh, either email me, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, or just go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on Be on the Show. On my website now, I just redid it. There's like a link to my YouTube videos. You could see some of me over there. All my episodes are on there. My book that I drew and wrote, even though I'm not a writer or an artist, I wrote and drew a book about my crazy relationships I had. That's there. 
what else is on my website as well as like the form to submit if you want to be on the show it's strictly anonymous podcast.com if you have a confession that you want to li- leave i have a confessions hotline if you have a confessions that you want to get off your a confession that you want to get off your back while remaining anonymous i do have a confessions line all the confessions are aired on my patreon uh, the number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Now, you have four minutes to leave a message. If your confession is longer than that, just hang up and call back and leave the part two, and I will blend them together. Like I said, all my anonymous confessions are on my Patreon, as well as anonymous pics of all my guests, as well as access to my Discord channel, where people are going and getting naughty. You have access to that if you join my Patreon as well. A lot of my guests are going there and posting like X-rated stuff. All the people on there are posting X-rated stuff. I don't get involved over there, but you get access to it if you join my Patreon as well as get early and ad-free episodes, pics of my guests, anonymous R-rated pics of my guests, as well as all of the anonymous confessions. It's only $5 a month and you could cancel at any time and you could come back at any time. People do that all the time. I don't take it personally. I'm down for it. It's all good. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The description, the link is in the description. Now, today I have on Lady M. Lady M started out Polly in high school before she even knew what fucking Polly was. And she's currently living a Polly life. But in between those two things, she wasn't always Polly. She did settle down and get married and was monogamous to a guy but it was like I don't know I don't think it was ever conventional even though they set out to be conventional because she did marry a guy that had this like that was a virgin at like 27 I mean here was this girl who was very open sexually when she was younger in high school she had a girlfriend and she had threesomes and she was you know openly into men and women and then she winds up meeting a virgin and marries him and eventually the sex in their relationship went out the window and she kind of gave him an ultimatum and he took uh the offer of staying together and letting her go play and she goes and plays she uh when he gave her the okay she went on to the apps and she started meeting people she's a bbw she's a curvy girl she wound up finding out that you know black guys were really into her she had her first bbc she was so into him she still sees him to this day uh he's her dom he's got a pet another female curvy female that she's played with they've had threesomes there she also currently has a boyfriend where she met that boyfriend and how he came about is very interesting story uh but she's currently with him she's had threesomes with the two guys her bbc dom guy as well as her boyfriend they've played together with his pet they've had foursomes she's had threesomes the situation that she has with her husband is he doesn't really know the details but he knows the details you're gonna have to listen to the episode to get the details because it all kind of sounds like she's having her cake and eat it too but I really think when you listen to the episode and you listen to the details about her husband, I think he has everything he needs to, which doesn't sound right when you hear me saying it. That's why you're going to have to listen to the episode. But after you listen to it, you're going to be like, okay, that's why Kathy said that. Uh, Her husband's an interesting character. I was slightly obsessed with him, (laughs) asking a lot of questions about him. But anyway. You get the whole story from Lady M. She sent me in anonymous pics of her. Uh, I have those on my Patreon. 
They're R-rated. X-rated stuff goes on in the Discord. She might go on there as well. We talk about that at, at the end. But in this episode, she tells me her whole story. Like I said, starting out when she was in high school, to all the fun she had, then to her marriage and how it turned unconventional, and then how she opened it, and then all the sex she had after that, and all her play partners and how she met them and everything that they do. So it's super interesting story. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Lady M. Uh, hi, Lady M. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. So, Lady M, I was thinking I was talking to a, a dominatrix, but you're so much more than that. I think you do have like a whole BDSM thing going on. But what you also have going on is like a poly thing. You've done a lot of threesomes, group sex, swapping. You're currently in an open marriage and you're polyamorous, but you really started out being poly like back in the 90s without even knowing that you were poly, right? I mean, you were like, you had a boyfriend and a girlfriend in high school, correct? I did. I did. I had the same girlfriend for many years. But the guys, they switched in and out. So you guys had a rule, you and your girl, like, hey, like we could date other guys. And did the guys always know that you, I mean, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That was the first thing I was like, she's my girlfriend. We are together. That's the only girl I'll ever be with. Mm -hmm. While we're together, don't ask me to do anything else with anyone else. Because that's not what I want. Well, and I do know that one of your ex-girlfriends wound up to be your sister-in-law. Is that this one? <laughs> I mean, I know that's jumping ahead. But... It is. It is? It absolutely is. Okay, so your girlfriend in high school wound up marrying your brother. Is she, does your brother no, know? No, not, not my brother. Oh, your husband's brother or something like that? My husband's brother. Oh my God, how incestuous. This is like, already I'm confused, but interested. <laughs> so she married him first. And that's how I met my husband. Right. Okay. Well, let me just ask you a quick question about high school because, you know, it's the 90s. I think it's still a long time ago. Things weren't really that accepted. What was it like being the two girls that were dating in the 90s in high school? Like, what was the word on the street about you guys? I think, to be honest, everyone in our group, they knew Right. Um, they didn't judge. They were like, yeah, that's just them. That's just the girls. Let's let them be. Right. But did it fly out there? And did, like the rumors, like were people like. After a while. Yeah. After a while. Yeah. But it was just kind of like. So I can tell you exactly who is who and who is a lesbian. And yet they've got boyfriends. So don't judge me. I give <laughs> you credit for being out and proud about it. I mean, you weren't hiding it. Like you said, like these other girls, you weren't in a secret lesbian affair. You were in an open lesbian affair. And what was even more hardcore is that you were not only dating a girl, you also had boyfriends and you were out about that too. I mean, there was no hiding anything, correct? No, no. And honestly, I didn't care then. I just knew I was happy. I knew it wasn't I knew it wasn't, you know, going to be accepted, but whatever. 
Well, I always used to say, because I was always kind of like just who I was and the way I would explain it to people. And I think it, this it's the opposite for most people. I would always be like, my desire to be myself is greater than my desire to be liked. And so that always won out. And some people wouldn't like me because of who I was, but I couldn't not be me. you know. And I think though that for a lot of people, they roll the opposite. Their desire to be liked is way stronger than their desire to be themselves. And that's why a lot of people could walk around with a mask their whole fucking life and be happy. I mean, I wish I could because, you know, the people that are really themselves, you take a lot of slack for being your fucking self sometimes. But like, you can't, what can you do? You got to be you. You're like, that's the way you roll. I mean, you're currently in a poly relationship now, but I know you've done some like crazy things in between. Like you did swapping, group sex. Like when did that all come about? Was this like in high school or after high school? Okay, so my first threesome was in high school. Mm-hmm. And then my second, third, fourth, I don't know, lost 50. count after a hot minute. <laughs> um, we're in my 20s. Uh-huh. And then I settled down. That didn't re- and, then, and then, of course, you know, group sex kind of went out the window because I went the whole heteromonogamy route uh-huh. with my husband. Now, fast forward to 37... And I thought to myself, am I really happy? It had been like five months. We hadn't had sex. I was not even sure that his parts did what they needed to do. Wow. And that's young. I mean, is your husband around your age? Is he way older? He is. He okay. is. He is a year older than me. Okay. Um, and I just, I knew that he was an experience when I met him. Did he know that how experienced you were? That is where the <laughs> ex-girlfriend, sister-in-law scenario plays in. Um, she is how I met my husband. Okay, so he knew. So he knew because she told him horror stories and warned him. I was like, you don't want to be with her. She can't be monogamous. She's this, this. So I was like, you know what? You believe what you want to believe. Yes, I have done those things. But you are vanilla. You have your routine. And apparently, I interest you. So who's te- why are you going to listen to what she has to say and find out for yourself if I'm worthy of your time? And not only that, I'm assuming you put it on the table that even though I'm into all this stuff and have done all these things, I can be monogamous and live in your vanilla world. Absolutely. Because monogamy and non-monogamy, those are choices you make. You're not tied into the societal norms. There's no reason. So why not? Give it a try. So the joke was I was the rainbow sprinkles to his vanilla. <laughs> um, right, right, right. But you guys lived a pretty vanilla life for how long? For, for probably mm, about a good seven, eight years. Okay, that's a long run. Yeah. Uh, you know, monogamous, random sex here and there. But like I said, you know, it got to the point where. Wait, 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 wait monogamous random sex with who okay my husband it was never it was never consistent you never had like hot sex like even in the beginning it was always just oh in the beginning it was a whole different story i didn't know he was a virgin 
Oh okay. my God. So that slutty girl from high school that is open and into men and women and all this threesomes is dating, is marrying the virgin. Oh yes. God. How crazy is this? I don't okay. even so know I how you know got he horny for him. How did you get horny for him? <laughs> I don't know. There was just something about, he, okay, first of all, he's a very handsome man. He's six foot two. Okay. When I met him, he was toned. And he has a stable career. I mean, he's like. How old was he at the time? 27. And he was a virgin? Yes. Oh, that's a little. That's. <laughs> I have to no say. I wonder why you weren't having sex regularly. <laughs> he, I will tell you this. He works in the financial industry. <laughs> so what are you trying to say? He has a lot of money? <laughs> no, 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 no. He handles people's money. It's a different story. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Are you here because you dig hot stories? <laughs> I know you are. I dig hot stories too. And that's why I love Dipsy app. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories made just for you. They bring super hot scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about naughty vacation flings, hot and heavy casual hookups, and everything in between. And they release new content every week, so there's always something new to explore. And what I love the best about Dipsy is the jump to the action button. So if you're super horny and you want to get right to the good part, you just press a button and it takes you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go Try Dipsy now. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. Or just go to the description and click on the link for 30 days of free access. Oh, okay. But what does that have to do with him being a virgin? I guess he just put his head in the books for, you know, all five years of college. Oh. I have no idea. No, but listen, the reason why I'm harping on this is because eventually this guy who was a virgin up until he's 27 stops banging you. So I feel like there's a connection there for the guy that exactly. didn't need to lose his virginity eventually isn't really even having sex with his girl. Like that's a through line in him. You know, that that's connected somehow. Most guys that are overly horny in their, you know, it's just hormones. Right. Right. So I was like, oh, okay, well, the sex was great in the beginning. I mean, we were having sex all the time for like the first year and a half to two years. Okay. We had our child, our first one. And then two years later, I'm sorry, three years later, we had our second one. And then we were done. And then all of a sudden, the sex just kind of stopped. And normally and I'm talking was... to the guy and the guy is saying this story. It's like the because the woman gets so involved with the kids and there's no more sex. But what happened is in this situation, he stopped wanting the sex. Absolutely. It was like, hey, I'm a woman here. 
you know, I've got curves that you used to enjoy. Hello. <laughs> and so I just got to the point where I had had enough. I had gone on my first vacation to go out to see my bestie in California for four days. And it was at that point where I realized, okay, she's out here, my bestie, living her queer, authentic life, doing her thing with her partner, Van. And I was like, what am I doing? Like you wanted her life. Right. You didn't, you feel like you were far away from who you initially were, that girl in high school that was super open. A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. And like being, okay, and I was, I went from East Coast to West Coast for this vacation. So this was like (laughs) a whole new outlook on the way back. But the long and the short of that was I realized he only sees me as mom and wife. He doesn't see me as a woman anymore. Yeah. And I'm thinking Aww. to myself, okay, yeah. maybe he's asexual. And I asked him, I was like, do you not find my figure attractive anymore? Mm-hmm. Do you not find the female form attractive anymore? Right. Maybe you're do not you into masturbate? women at all. Do you masturbate? Do you find men attractive? What is, what is your thing? And he could never give me an answer. Interesting. And I said to him, look. I'm not going to live the celibate life and be in this monogamous relationship if there's not going to be any sex. I need you to see me as a woman. I need you to, you know, bang me out. Sometime bend me the fuck over the bed. We've got a four post bed, fucking use it. You know, and it was like, he couldn't. And I said, then this is the option. It's either. You figure out if you want to do couples therapy and separate or whatever, this could be the end of us, or you could let me just be me and you can just be you. And if you want to be asexual and you don't want to use your penis, that's your, your prerogative, but I'm going to go do me. And we stay together, but we stay together as a family. Okay. So that's an ultimatum. So one choice is we get divorced. We kind of try to make it work maybe together, but if it doesn't, we get divorced or we stay together and we could, it's status quo, but I get to fuck whoever I want. Pretty much. I was like, I was like, you, you can, you are the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. We have children together. I've built a life with you. We've been together for over 15 years. Mm -hmm. I am not ready to walk away from everything that we have because you don't want to have sex with me. Right. Okay. Because you don't want to give me that intimacy. What did he say? So he said, you do you, you, if you, if it's going to make you happy, I want you happy. So if it makes you happy to find what you need elsewhere, then that's what you do. I just want you happy. Mm-hmm. And deep down, I'm like, what the fuck? Does he genuinely mean this shit? And here we are. Oh, God. 37, 40. Oh, fuck. Doesn't six matter. years later? Yeah, six years later, yeah. I, like... And I'm living my best poly life. I have a boyfriend and a bedroom dominant VDC that I just, 
Oh no, BBC. I, I don't know how I got here. Uh, okay, okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get that whole fucking story. Okay, so your guy tells you, all right, you go be you. Now, do you wind up going on apps and put yourself out there? And like, did you I have did. a lot of conversations with him about it? Did he know every step of the way what was going on? He knew every step of the way what was going on. Mm-hmm. The only thing he did not know was the actual details of the sex so it was a don't ask don't tell kind of scenario thing it was don't ask don't tell what Details. you do naked right 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 but you everything can tell else me that you're a... talking to these people yeah. you can tell me that you're interested in someone you can tell me you're going to go out on a date but i don't want to know what you're doing as Qu- long as you're having fun and you're happy i'm happy Okay, quick question, though, about him. I just want to dig a little in him because I'm a little curious about that man that has no drive for anything. I tend to not believe that, but maybe it is like an asexual thing. But I'm like, you know, you got to like something, like you said. Like, what is it that you're into? You know, there's got to be something you're jerking off to or getting hard for or something. I don't know. I mean, did does he have a pass? Is he allowed to do anything he wants? Has he ever copped in this journey to any kind of kinky thing? Has he gotten involved? Or is he still like the same guy that he was when you started, like just not into sex? It's a little of, a little of uh, both, I would say. Like he's interested in some of the things. Like he, he knows when I'm video chatting with my BBC. He knows when I'm on the phone with my boyfriend. He knows when, you know, I'm going out, what I'm doing, you know, where I'm going, who I'm with, if I'm going to be spending the night. He knows all those details. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. No, but what, no, I want to know what is he getting horny for now? Or is he still the unhorny guy? Is he still that unhorny asexual guy? I think that he is. I think that he is. I mean, I can't check his browser history like I used to anymore because he clears it every day. Well, when you used to check it, what was on there? (sighs) Oh my goodness. So it was a lot of, you know, just regular vanilla sex, but then every once in a while it would be like this, like, piss play or <laughs> or like um it's so funny like like then it wasn't like asphyxiation it was it was something it was something else <laughs> that's a little it scary was, it was like it was definitely consensual non-consent stuff that, uh, that like I, kidnapping I, yeah and oh i was like oh, okay uh, all right all right whatever that, that's fine Oh That's my fine. God, lady Emma, I hope our next episode is not like, you know, your, your where, like Dateline episode. Like, you're so- Oh God, no. God, <laughs> no, God, second. no. That man, that man could not hurt a fly, okay? Could not hurt a fly. He does not get angry. He does not curse. He does not drink. He yeah, that's not normal. That's none of that is normal. I don't see where you think straight that's not vanilla. Normal. No, he's and maybe I'm, he's on maybe he's on the spectrum. But somebody like this is what you're trying know, to tell me. No, no, no. Him. Listen, le- I love that you love him, and that's fine. I'm not saying, but I'm just telling you that what you are describing. Okay, you are describing a human being. You had kids. You know how they come out. Okay, we all know anyone uh-huh. that had a baby. We know that. But men, women, boys, girls, human beings have fucking feelings. They're there the minute they pop out, right? And they're there all through childhood. People tend to get disconnected from them as they get older, but they're all there inside everybody. But you were trying to tell me that you have married a man who is not into sex, who never gets angry, who never says a bad word, who has no feelings. What else was on that list? I mean, like, I just don't understand. Like, he doesn't sound like a 
a human. He might be on the spectrum, maybe. I don't know, because nobody rolls like that. I mean, how could I someone know, not? I know. It's and not normal for someone. No, it's not normal for someone to never get angry. I'm sorry. Like, that's not normal. Like, he does get angry, but it's so few and far between. Okay. Okay. And I, I can honestly say there's a lot of emotion that he just shoves down, and I think it just kind of just dissipates. I think he just doesn't Yeah, care. that's why he's like watching porn where he's like strangling girls. No. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> because he's Honestly. keeping it all inside. I'd want to fucking strangle people too if I wasn't allowed to express my frustrations. <laughs> oh my God. Right, right, right. So I don't know why I'm so am. interested in your husband because we got to get off of him, but he does fascinate me that what the paint picture you're painting. But you actually have so much more to share. I so do. let's get back I to you. Do. Let's get back I to do. you. I mean, so wait. So so you go how does it start now you go on apps is that how you started to meet people yes I started to go on apps and meet people and you know every once in a while I would find somebody who piqued my interest we'd start having conversations and I'd set up a meet to have, like have like coffee or whatever and sometimes it would become a nooner it was never like a thing and then I met my first BBC and you would never think to yourself, to yourself after all these years of dating and sleeping with nerdy white guys that you would go from a nerdy white guy to the BBC because you don't know you're like hmm but you know curious. they were into me uh-huh. I was I uh-huh. was so I'm I'm a curvy girl and uh-huh. I did not think that I was even on the radar of of any man that was outside of what I'm used to dating Right, but black and, guys love curvy girls. That's and I learned this. Mm-hmm. And I learned this and I have embraced this. Yes. So the first guy spoke French. Naughty, dirty things in French. Oh my God, super hot, right? I could imagine. Amazing. Never knew it. <laughs> so it started there with the apps, just meeting people. Were and you meeting women too or just men? I was trying to meet women. Mm-hmm. Meeting women seems to be the hardest thing for me <laughs> How come and do you i think? don't know if it's because i'm bisexual and i've never been like a strictly lesbian like oh she's been tainted by cocks we can't be having her yeah i don't know if it's that or if it's just not every woman is attracted to another curvy girl me i love curvy women right i don't know i don't get it right, so right, right. i was trying to find women mm-hmm you were open. Men. Okay, so you were open to, to both, and you were like, I'm down to meet women, to meet men. You met no women, but all these guys were popping up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was like platonic lovers and just nothing, anything. And then I joined Kick, and I got into the online BDSM community because here I am realizing that I'm poly. And I'm like, let me find my people. This is like the pandemic we're talking here. Yeah. So I was like, I need to find people. I need, you know, I want to learn more. I want to make sure that, you know, I'm doing this in some type of way that is not going to be offensive to the community. Yeah. Because I know I can't be the only one. So, you know, I met a whole bunch of people there and I joined FetLife and then I met more people. And I have never been to like a public munch or anything like that yeah it's always been like an online thing and um 
So that leads into what the hell do you call yourself in these online communities? And I'm thinking, okay, I was always told, and this, this harkens back to the Golden Girls, is be a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. And that's why I was like, I'm a lady. I, I'm not a ma'am. I'm not a mistress. I think I'm a lady because I know when to be a lady, uh-huh. you know, not, not to be like the whore that's in, you know, I just, so I went with Lady M. Oh, that's where you got your name. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because I was like, you know, it works. When did you do? Because, I mean, you do get into like swapping and group sex and MMF threesomes and stuff. I mean, is this happening with all these random guys you're meeting or do you wind up settling down with the, somebody and then that kind of stuff I wind happens? up settling down with somebody. So mm-hmm. I'm on Fat Life mm-hmm. and I noticed, you know, a bunch of likes and some pictures and there was this name I didn't recognize and I clicked on it. I was like, okay, they live about 40 minutes from me. Okay. But there was no pictures on the profile. I get a message on Facebook and it's one of my ex-boyfriends, the boyfriend who I lost my virginity to at 16. You're, goes, wait, wait, wait. Are you going to tell me that the person without the picture was your ex-boyfriend from high school? Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. It was. Do you love gambling, but you also hate to leave your house? Well, my bookie's new and improved online casino is here to change the game. Dive into a truly realistic casino experience featuring the latest slots, progressive jackpots, and live dealer action, all from the comfort of your own home. They have weekly blackjack tournaments and a brand new collection of high-end games for a chance at real cash rewards. MyBookie Casino provides a Las Vegas experience and the best part is you don't have to leave your house. Your adventure at MyBookie Casino begins today with a generous sign-up bonus using my promo code Strictly. That's promo code Strictly. Use it to secure yourself a sweet deposit bonus. And that's not all. Their revamped loyalty program ensures that you'll be showered with rewards, including free spins, cashback offers, and a host of other VIP perks. The more you play, the more you win. Play anytime, anywhere with MyBookie Casino using promo code Strictly to sign up or just go to the description and click on the link. He found me on FetLife. And so he messaged me on Facebook and he's like, (laughs) is this your profile? Wow. Like, girl, I knew, but really? And so we get into this long history and I find out that over the years he's, you know, been swinging and doing gangbangs and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm thinking we went from V card to having sex in the fields in the middle of the Pine Barrens to now you're doing this. 
no, now I you're am. both doing this. <laughs> you're both uh, in a fucking like, life like, or okay. whatever, looking for each other. <laughs> right, right, right. So I was like, we could be each other's wingmen. Yeah. We'll was go he out. married? He's not married. He's been single this entire time. Okay. So, yeah, we were like, we could just be each other's wingmen. No, that didn't happen. He ended up in bed, and here we are two years later, and Dude. we've had uh mmf we'd have ffm uh swap foursome okay tell me Um, how all that went down and give me some details like i mean did he start bringing you to swingers clubs and stuff i mean where are you getting all these other extra people okay we had never been to a swingers club together we did go to an adult bookstore don't know if you're familiar with how those back rooms work but that was i've heard you're gonna tell me that was an experience to say the least tell me about it i didn't go to the glory hole or anything like that you Mm -hmm. know but i did give him a blow job in the porn booth why not you're there live it up a little right you know but that was as far as i got i was like this would be great for public sex but this is not my scene and so he's like okay well maybe you should try to find somebody to play with and i was like okay all right whatever because of course like i said he's from the swinging community he's open he's whatever he's like you do you and uh i meet my bbc my bedroom dominant and uh i was just had said to both of them i was like you guys should meet each other and they planned this evening in a hotel and the next thing i know here i am with both of them and i just was beside myself like i had never had an mmf i had had ffms like two girls threesomes right Mm -hmm. two girls one guy threesomes since i was 16 but this is the first one i've ever had with two guys and me i love the attention (laughs) you loved it i was i was beside myself i was like i want okay we're checking this off again um, but did you do everything with those two guys? I mean, are you a three input girl? I am not a three hole girl all the time. Okay. Um, I had a really bad experience with anal sex in my twenties, and I was like, you know, nobody, go, but, no, no one's allowed in there. Nobody's allowed in there. <laughs> However, for business. fast forward to now, my boyfriend. He's the only person that gets that hole. I am hit, only his three hole girl. Uh, he has a penis that is adequate enough uh, that is, you know, comfortable. Right, BBC, he's not too big. No, he's mm-hmm. not. He's he's a decent size. He he works it. But the BBC is is oh no 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 <laughs> no 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 no. You you put that back. Right. So you <laughs> love that. Let me ask you this: After you have that threesome with the two guys, and you love it, do you do you tell your husband those kind of details, like that you're doing these kinds of kinky things, or you don't tell him anything? Because I, I know there's no details. Him, yeah. Right. What I had said to him is, "Okay, I'm going out tonight. I'm spending the night out with my boyfriend. We might meet up with." I don't even know what I would call him. Your BBC, but I'm gonna you, the your BBC, your, yes. yeah, your BBC, yeah, right. And we're gonna meet up with him, and I'll be back sometime tomorrow after breakfast. Wow. And he's like, "Okay, have fun." Wow. And I come home, mm-hmm. 
And obviously, I'm not doing the walk of shame. There was a hotel room, you know, the shower. But <laughs> I come home and I drop my stuff down. And the first thing he says to me is, did you have fun? And I said, yes, I did all the things that you don't do. And he laughs. And we just let it be. Wow. Your husband is, is so is. fascinating. I need to talk to your husband. He just can't put it together in words like what his deal is. No, I have asked him over yeah. and over yeah. again, and I just get, I'm happy with what we have. Yes, it's unconventional. Yes, it, you know, we don't have sex. It's okay. He and never like, wants to have sex with you ever? We have had sex, I want to say, in the past six years, maybe twice. Right, okay. But do you think he's seeing guys or something on the side? Oh, God, no. no. I go out way more than he ever does. Right. If he's seeing anyone, I have no idea when he does it. Maybe it's on his lunch hour, but he works an hour and a half away, so I don't know. Right, 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 right. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out, you, you know? <laughs> I, I want you to go back. I want you to go back to the browser. I can't tell history. you how many people. I can't tell me how many people have had, had like con this conversation with like. <laughs> yeah, we're trying what to is figure the deal it out with your husband? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, he just is what he is. I accept him for what he is. I yeah. love him, and I just let it go. I'm living my best life. And you're like, Kathy, please let it go. <laughs> I can't let it. You know what it is? You had years of letting it go. I'm like, I can't let it go because I just found out about this like <laughs> unique person that exists that has no interest in sex or any kind of sex drive. I wonder like if he's ever had his now, hormones. Now I don't know if it's complacency or if it's compersion. I don't know. No because he doesn't want details like that's what I was curious like is he going to get details and maybe that's like his kink. I would think if he was secretly into guys he would be asking you for details and that's why it right. probably isn't a guy thing either. I wonder if maybe he has no like testosterone in him or something like maybe he's got some sort of hormonal issue. I don't know, you know. Be yeah, no, I have asked him all these questions. Yeah, I all believe it. Questions. Of course, you've been with him a long time. And listen, I don't necessarily think I mean, I remember when I was younger and I would ask guys things and they, would, they wouldn't have fucking answers. And I just thought the guys were just like such fucking liars. And then. I came to f understand that they, when they don't know, they really don't know. Men aren't sort no, of a they don't. Yeah, they're not they attached have no idea. to their. They're not attached to their feelings, and they're not in, as insightful as we are because they're not allowed to have feelings. They have to disconnect from them when they're very young. And I once read a book about that and how they really don't know. So I, you know, I believe a man when he says he doesn't fucking know, even though it's obvious to us a lot of times, like why they're rolling a certain way or doing a certain thing. And, and when they say they don't fucking know, they really don't know. They're not connected in that way and they don't analyze and think like we do you know for us as women we look at your husband and like how do you not know like did like explain you know and he can't give you the answers but i i just it's I, like tell me what is it me is it you is it us is it your penis what is the problem right and when he says he doesn't know or he has no he really doesn't and that's therein lies the problem for him i mean that's like for him right, to and figure i said to him yeah. go get help yeah get help but he Whether might it's a not doctor, want it. a therapist, he's yeah. just like, no, I'm good. Yeah, that's where I'm, I'm like, like, he might be on the spectrum. He might be um, I'm like, Asperger's. All right, you do you. Wait, he might, is he like affectionate? Yes. He hugs me. We cuddle. I mean, we have that, but that's really the level of intimacy that there is. There's, but I mean, you, know, you feel like love from him, an emotional yes. connection. Mm -hmm. So yes. he's capable of that. There's just, it's he's, the physical thing that's missing. A thousand percent. 
A thousand percent. Okay, back to you. <laughs> so, okay, everyone's probably so mad at me. Okay, so you're so he when so when you have these threesomes and stuff, he just like asks about it. He's really not a part of this whole other life that you're living. No, it's a it was a separate life until, of course, you had I the started, boyfriend. I yeah, before I got a boyfriend, and you know, before I started doing the multiple partner thing. Um, where the hell am I going? Shit. You're saying it's a separate life. Not really. I mean, it was like. Again, it felt like a separate life because he didn't know who these people were. Right, right, right. He didn't know what these people meant to me. So, I, you know, obviously in in this type of non-traditional thing, you really need as much open communication as you could possibly get because you want to make sure that everybody's happy. Yeah. Because if somebody's miserable, then everybody's miserable. And then the whole apple cart falls over and you're like, well, shit, how'd we get here? Right. So I said to him, would you want to meet these people? Do you want to know who they are? And he goes, well, not really. And I was like, well, just know that this person you are going to meet. And that was my boyfriend. And they've met each other in passing. Like my boyfriend's come over to the house a couple of times and we've hung out. Um, He hasn't met my kids yet. I haven't met his kid, but whatever. I digress. This man, he allows them in, allows my boyfriend into this house. Just no problems whatsoever. Wow. And I'm like, okay, all right. So he's not territorial either. So what the hell's the point? I'm just going to live my best life. Mm-hmm. Because you have this relationship. Uh, you, I mean, is it, you, you're Polly, right? So you're in love with both men? I am. I love my husband. I love my boyfriend. They are my people. And Um, one probably doesn't take away from the other because your boyfriend is never been married. He's probably never really, he's not really looking for what you have over there with your husband, correct? So there's probably like no, like jealousy on either side, right? Because each one is very different. I mean, it's, it's, it's very different, but they're both very healthy non-traditional relationships yeah and what's interesting is that you have like two guys on each end of the spectrum you have the asexual and the hypersexual you know you have the guy that's been fucking swinging all his life and can never settle down with one person and you have the guy who was a virgin at 27 I mean like you could not get two extremes you know so you kind of have like somewhere in the middle of those two guys is like the normal guy you know (laughs) <laughs> right. I, I feel like a girl who's got her cake and gets to eat it, too. I feel very lucky, very yeah. spoiled. But at the same time, I feel the guilt of like, why can't I be, you know, the typical housewife, mom, you know, person? Well, no, 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 uh, no. You, you know me. why? No, that's not true. Because you, listen, you were that person uh, in the beginning. You signed up for that. You were okay with that. What you had with him was not what you just explained. Okay. You had a sexless marriage. You had uh that's not, a, that's not normal. You know what I mean? You weren't in a, you weren't a regular woman in a regular monogamous relationship. And you were like, I can't fucking take this. You weren't getting fucked at all ever. And you were like mm-hmm. in your prime. So yes. there was something and- there was something missing in that relationship. And that's why you went out and straight. Now, if you were with another guy, maybe you could have rolled that way. You did for a long time with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. If I had met somebody that swept me off my feet and said, OK, 
you know, I'm going to support you. But fucked you too. And you had kids with him and all that. You might have. It was fine. The reason why you decided to stray from that idealistic marriage scenario that you think that you are not okay with is because it wasn't that anymore. It changed. Like there was zero sex. And right. it was very so extreme. It was like, I've got, I've got either two choices, leave or be this. Yeah, you're an out-of-the-box person. You were an out-of-the-box person already. You had experienced this kind of lifestyle when you were younger. So instead of, you know, breaking up your family and doing that to your children, I think that's very hard sometimes to do. It was easier to do this. It makes sense. I mean, listen, you didn't set out. You didn't plan for this to happen. It's, no, you I couldn't I, have scripted it if you wanted to. Like, oh, I'm gonna marry no, this guy. No, you can't make this shit up. No, but it kind of happened. But if you trace it back to who you were when you were younger, it kind of like, you know, fits into place in your life. You know, because you were very out of the box. So the fact that you did wind up in an out of the box relationship at the end of the day or scenario, like it should be. It should be absolutely sense. no shock to my sister in law. Right. <laughs> that here I am living this life. Does she know? No. Yeah, no one's going to know. It's a very, it's a big difference in, you know, walking around with your girlfriend and boyfriend in high school than when you're older and you're married. And, you know, there would be a lot more, I think, a talk around town about you and your, and your situation. And I have to wonder, I have to wonder, am I living what she would consider her best life? Right. You don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. You know, you know, and, she likes girls, but she's in a monogamous relationship. Like, did exactly. that just go away? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I do not know. And I don't want to know. We have a very strained relationship as it is. We barely talk. It's a family. Like, if, you know, the family is up, you know, and we're all doing a family thing, then, yeah, I'll, I'll be pleasant. But that is... You know, it's it's too mm. bad that you guys don't talk because maybe, you know, maybe it's a genetic thing and maybe her his brother isn't fucking her either. I mean, who knows what's going on over there? Because look what's going on in your thing. And that's the brother, right? She's married to his brother. Yes, she's married to his brother. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Um, So wait. So now your guy that you're with now, he's down with your husband. Like, you know, do you ever in like with this guy when he's out fucking other people like do you like hearing about it do you see him with other women are you do you ever feel any kind of weird jealousy because you're like falling in love with him okay so i know i am in love with him there is no doubt about that um jealousy not really Uh um the first time that we had a group scenario where i saw him with another woman I was more interested in making sure that he was enjoying himself, he was enjoying her, and she was enjoying him. Yeah. More than I was trying to enjoy whatever was going on with me at that time. Mm-hmm. So you, lo- you you were into that. That's the compersion, right? Like you were so horny to see your guy get turned on right. by somebody that, else. I, that even though I was being pleasured at that point, I could not focus because I was more concerned in what was going on five feet from me. Right. Mm-hmm. But not in a jealousy way at all. Not in a jealousy way at all. Mm-hmm. It was more like, okay, is he having fun with her? I've had fun with her. Is he, she having fun with him? I I need to know this. Right. 
Now, do you enjoy all this group sex and swapping? Like, give me some of those details. That's what people always love. I have to ask more for that. Okay. Shit. <laughs> okay. So the BBC, of course, we had the MMF with my boyfriend. Um, probably two, three months later, I had an FFM with the BBC. Did he find the girl? It's actually his pet. He is. <laughs> He's also in the BDSM community. He right. considers himself a dom and he has a pet and she's a beautiful curvy girl like me. And she and I got to play together. He's like, you guys play together. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And the next thing I know, he's having sex with both of us. I'm doing it. And then it was just a free for all between the three of us. Now, when and, you say curvy, is that BBW? What is BB? Could you just tell me what BBW stands for? Big, beautiful woman? Big, beautiful woman, woman yes. I am. I am. Right. And so I his am a pet. petite 5'2 uh -huh. little thing. Um, but I also weigh like 240 pounds. And that's okay with me. I'm good with myself. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure you find that it's very okay with a lot of guys, too, when you get hit absolutely, up like crazy, right? Absolutely. I mean, come on. Like, body worship is a thing. Yeah. Like, I never knew that people thought that my curves and my tummy were beautiful. Yes. I think it's like the most downloaded porn uh, I was like, category. I missed, how did I miss this boat, too? It was the BBCs. It was the guys that love curvy women that want to yeah. worship their bodies. Mm -hmm. I mean, how did I miss that boat? But. I got on the boat. We're good. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's down and he had another uh, a girl like you, right? And then you guys yes, all did, yes, got together. Mm -hmm. And we all had fun together. Um, and he had said to me, okay, I want you to set up a date with her. And you two can have your own fun time on your own fun time. But you have to send me pictures. And I said, really? But she's yours. And he's like, yeah, you get to be Lady M. You get to be her dom for the day. And I was like, okay. So I got to have one-on-one -on -one with her because of him, which was fun. Right. And you dommed her? Do you like I being did. the dom? Mm -hmm. I did. I enjoyed it. And so most situations with the BBC, he's the one in control. He's the dominant in the situation. He's in the bedroom, complete dominant outside of the bedroom. He's just talking like anybody else. I don't have to use any protocol or any of the BDSM stuff at all. Um, but in the bedroom, whole different scenario. So dying the girl, it was like, I really wish I had more toys. Right. You realize, you know, you're a little inadequate. <laughs> like, like I have a, a, you know, a 1980s, 1990s caboodles, you know, the, the accessory organizer from back in the day mm -hmm. that I have all of my toys in. It just fits in one container. I do not have nearly enough toys to be in that situation again yet. <laughs> right. So that was a one-time deal with his pet? That was a one-time deal so far. Mm -hmm. um, the opportunity still exists. It's just a matter of scheduling. Scheduling seems to be an issue with everyone. Yeah, it's hard with grown-up scheduling. You know, I mean, I got that. Um, so scheduling with all of them to make all of this work, uh, if my husband wasn't so open 
and just was like, yeah, you go be happy, do you? Then I wouldn't have the freedom to do half of this stuff. And he's never come to you with any kind of jealousy or anything? No. No, I really would have thought by now there would have been some spark of something. Mm -hmm. And there hasn't been anything. I'm like, when is this going to fall? When is my house going to crumble? When am I going to, you know what I mean? Well, listen, I mean, but it's not. No, because where is he going to find, like, listen, it doesn't just work for you. It works for him. Nobody's getting the short end of the stick here. And if anyone listening to this thinks that he's getting some sort of short end of the stick, you're fucking wrong. This guy has got the perfect scenario going down because he knows on every level that if he went out there and met another woman and kicked you to the curb and was like, fuck her, she's begging all these guys, I want a woman that's going to just stay with me, he's never going to find that woman because he doesn't want to fuck women, okay? It's obvious. So he is staying because someone like, you're the only, like what you guys have is perfect for both of you, not just for you. It's perfect for the guy who doesn't, who's asexual and doesn't want to have sex, you're the perfect woman for him. No other, no, a monogamous woman would not deal. When you were trying to be monogamous, you were like, fuck this, ready to divorce him. And it's only because you roll this way that you were able to stay. So you're actually both perfect for each other. Why would it fall? I don't know. It's just, you know, you get that sinking feeling every once in a while. Like, what is going to happen? Like, is this really my life? Like, I can't make this shit up. Like I tell my story and they're like, what is wrong with your husband? What, what where do you meet these people? Like, <laughs> how do you get, and I'm like, I don't know. Is he a good dad? He is. Right. He is an excellent dad. Mm-hmm. And you he's know, a he, good partner. Like he's a good friend to you. He is. He supports me. Like I said, he always says to me, If you're happy, I'm happy. I want you to be happy. You do what you need to do to be happy. Yeah, like I said, I mean, he he definitely uh, is getting what he needs as well. You know, I think men do have a uh, inner thing of wanting to take care of somebody. They have a desire to take care of a family. You know, he has his his children. You take care of his children. Right, like he's... Like he's good now. Like he's con- he's he's completed that that mission, as it were, mm-hmm. to have the kids, to have the wife, to have the house, to have the car. Yeah. The, you know, the cats, the vacations. He has all that. Yeah. You and too. And if his if his wife decides, you know, she's just going to go away for the weekend, he knows where <laughs> she is. He knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. He knows that she's being safe. She's smart she's not going to do something stupid that's going to jeopardize her marriage, her relationship with him, her, her life. Why would I do that? Right. So you don't really feel like there's this, uh, any kind of window of opportunity for you to eventually decide to leave him because you fell hard for somebody else. Right. Right. I mean, it would really have to be someone who can step into that role. And I honestly don't think anybody could fill his shoes at this point. 
Right. I mean, you're, you're very entangled with him. I think that that's why a lot of people stay in marriages that aren't working and stuff. It's hard to unravel when you've had kids and you share a house and, you know, you have the same bank account. Yeah, Maybe when your kids is, are older and they move out of the house, you know, th- 30 years from now, it might be a different story, but it you're might still be a young. different story. Mm-hmm. But right now it's like I'm still young. Our kids are still young. They're still, you know, not even in their teen years yet. So. It's like everything is different these days. There are different relationships that your children see. Like we have neighbors. It's um, a woman and her partner, and they have two little girls that they've adopted. I mean, there's so many different types of traditional and non-traditional families in our neighborhood that my daughter's just like, yeah, my mom has a boyfriend. Oh, your daughter knows. And my daughter knows that much mm-hmm. because she hears me talking and she knows what I'm, she knows what I'm saying. She's not stupid. So, I mean, obviously I, I'm not talking sex, you know, sex or anything like that. But if she, she's like, who are you talking to? I'm like, oh, I'm talking to my boyfriend. And she goes, oh, okay. And just walks out of the room. Like nothing, nothing's wrong. And what I've said to her is, Love is love. It doesn't matter if you have only enough love to give one person or if you have enough love to give it to more people. It doesn't matter. You can love whoever you want, boy, girl, trans. I don't care. Just don't bring me home a toaster and say, Mom, this is my husband. <laughs> I mean, I humans are good. Is this pretty much is where I put it to her. I was like... Whatever kind of human. Whatever kind of human is your thing is your thing because who am I to judge? Besides your kids, they don't really know about the sex stuff and they know that you're in love with other, you know, that you have this boyfriend and stuff. So it's out of the norm. But like, so like my friends friends? know, my friends know, Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends know. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're just like, yeah. You're, that's, that's just late, M. that's you that's M, right that's just it's just um <laughs> you don't you don't ask yeah and they're sick of you asking know? about your guy what's his fucking problem <laughs> and they're like yeah they're like really are we still there and i was like yeah we're still here right. it's not changing they're like okay and they just stopped asking because it's like they're like oh how is your husband how are the kids how's so and so are you still with so and so you know, and I'm like, no, no, we're, it's been two years that we've been together now, you know, so when you get the updates, because, you know, everybody texts everybody nowadays, so when you actually sit down and you talk and you shoot the shit, you find out the real, you know, nitty gritty of it all, but my friends, they know, um, you know, I've let some information out to my mother-in-law, like my husband's mother, about how I'm concerned about him and that she needs to try to force him to get some help. Um, But as far as, you know, my extracurricular activities outside of my marriage, my family doesn't know. They don't need to Um, know. My dad, my dad, yeah, Yeah. it's the funniest fucking story. So my father, I'm telling him, you know, this is what's going on in my life right now. This is what's happening in my marriage. What, what should I do? Because I'm really close with my dad. And he says to me, kid, get more sex toys. <laughs> and I said, dad, sex toys. Yeah, that that helps. But what about the other things that I need in my life? 
And he's like, you do you, kid. So fast forward a year or so ago, I told him I got a boyfriend. He goes, good for you. <laughs> does she? Th- does he? He might think that the boyfriend is a vibrator. Does he really know it's a real person? <laughs> no, I don't know. I've tried to explain to him that it's a real person and that I've had this relationship outside of my marriage for two years. And my dad's just like, yeah, whatever, kid. You know, yeah, I remember hilarious. back when you were young and and so-and-so and so-and-so. And I'm like, all right, I get it, dad. I get it, dad. So when I talk to my best friends, like about my crazy life that they think is insane, I think it's just life. But one of my old friends, I was like, why didn't you tell me that I was kinky? Why didn't you tell me I was a slut? Why didn't you tell me any of this? And he goes, well, I was benefiting from it. So why would I even bother to tell you? (laughs) And what would you, what do you think that having that information would have changed anything? Like I said, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Maybe I would have changed my behavior a little bit. I don't know. Right. I don't, what what was the bad behavior? I don't really know. I don't know. I mean, like, like the untraditional things of like sleeping with different people all the time, always having, you know, a different guy of the week, a, a different girl that I would date every once in a while after I broke up with my girlfriend. I mean, listen, I think that you could try to run from who you are, but most people just wind up back to who they were. And I think, you know, in a weird way, why did the girl who's so sexual and open marry the virgin? I don't know, but you still wound up being who you were. So it was actually. Right. I, I don't I went around my elbow to get to my ass to be happy. Right. You're still there. You're still that same girl. Like here you are. And even though you, you know, you did it kind of backwards, but you still wound up having that open relationship, probably that on some level you always wanted. And that's where you are at. And everyone seems to be OK with it because, you know, you have that swinger boyfriend. He's fine. He doesn't want any more from you that he has. Right. I mean, he's right. OK. He is. He is content. What about your with, BBC bull? He always wants more of my time. Okay. Um, but he, I don't consider my primary partner. I don't consider him. He's like a sex, someone, a sex book guy, right? Like, like a friends with benefits. Friends with benefits, right? Good, good. Yeah, that's a good label. And how many other people do you have? Anyone else, or is that like currently? Who's no, yeah. I. I used to have a few people that would just kind of hit me up and be like, Hey, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Um, but that's been few and far between. And I'm okay with that because, you know, I see my boyfriend twice a week, sometimes less, but usually on average. And I see the BBC like maybe once a month. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's plenty for me. And, you know, of course, every few months we all, you know, get a group text going and we were like, hey, are we going to go out? Like the BBC has pet me and my boyfriend. Do you guys have foursomes? We've had a foursome. Mm -hmm. We've had a foursome. Um, But they want to take, they, meaning the men, they want to take me and his pet to a BBW swingers party. Oh yeah, why don't you go? Are you going to go? I want to go. I do. I really do, but I would feel so awkward because I've never been to like a public kink sex lifestyle event ever. 
Yeah, but I mean, you'll and be with a lot of people you know. My boyfriend and the that, BBC, they yeah. have. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And so has the pet. I'm the odd man out here. Right. Well, let's like, end with yeah. one. Let's end with your the details of your foursome with them. Like what went down there? It was like a free for all. Everybody like swapped and everything. Well, it started out with his pet giving my boyfriend a blowjob. Like he was the BBC was standing there. And the next thing I know, his hand is on her head and she's on my boyfriend's cock. And I'm just sitting there like, hey, what am I supposed to watch this? Am I filming this? <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. We were all talking and I was down my bra and underwear already because it was hot in the room. Because hotel rooms, you, you never know what the hell temperature you're getting in those things. It's either the sauna or the cooler. But. I look over and there's his hand on her head and cock in mouth. And I'm like, okay. So eventually I get attention from the BBC and I am enjoying myself, but I look over and I see that they're having sex. And I'm like, I'm so interested in what they're doing. I'm not interested in what you're doing to me. I'm sorry. I can't do this. But then of course, the dominant comes out and he goes, no, you're doing this. You're getting on all fours and you're going to let me fuck you. And after that, everything was fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was your first foursome. I mean, it sounds like you were had that so many foursomes, foursomes and stuff. Yeah. Why was the foursome? Like, why were you gun shy for that one? I have no idea. I think it was because I was just overwhelmed as to who I was supposed to be interacting with and if they're all interacting and not interacting with me what am i supposed to do with myself yeah, yeah i got it that might happen when you go to the the swingers club but you know I bet right, you anything you're right. Gonna wind i'm up like there. they're gonna be you know those three are gonna be out mingling and i'm gonna be like well, what am i supposed to do with myself right oh my god looking like the looking like the weirdo like hey <laughs> are you, you still forget about me let me ask you this are you still on the apps looking for people or are you pretty much satisfied with what you have right now still on fat life mm-hmm. i'm not looking for people i've got it listed in my about me that i'm not looking for people right now right um, mm-hmm. you know but of course that doesn't stop people from anybody. emailing you like sending you dick Nothing. pics <laughs> yeah yeah dick pics those are fun you know what i send back what? a picture of my cat like you know the furry <laughs> one that meows like here's my pussy here's a real pussy <laughs> so <laughs> That's what they get when they get me dick pics. But yeah, I'm still on kick. I have uh, online community friends there um, that I chat with all the time. So I'll probably not leave kick because it's become a way for me to learn and grow and meet people um, who are like minded. Yeah, I think that's always super important because, you know, you said a lot on this episode like you could tell that there's a part of you that feels like you don't belong or you don't fit in and like you're doing this crazy no because I still feel so new right but so that's why I think that that community over there is something you should really stay connected to because those are your people they could understand this part of you and can relate you know and uh so I think that is important to stay connected um I just think that you know in those things of like lifestyle uh BDSM poly that whole community I really feel like if you're not conversing and and learning and doing the research and delving into it you can't really consider yourself part of that community you're just somebody who plays for fun right Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You know, so if I'm if I'm gonna call myself Lady M, then I better have the knowledge and the information at my fingertips to say, yeah, okay, I know about the lifestyle. I, you know, I'm knowledgeable enough to not be one of those people that bring shame to the community. Right, right, right. Yeah, interesting. So listen, I don't know if you want to give out your kick, but you did give me anonymous picks for my Patreon. So if anyone wants to see Lady M and all of her curvy glory she's on my patreon i have r-rated sexy pics of her over there you could also for you lady m you get access for free to my discord which is you know regular people can only get it through my patreon but you feel free to go on there if you want to and you don't have to it's just up to you it's free for you since you're a guest to go onto my discord and introduce yourself that's where my patreon members go and get to meet people who have been on my show they also all share stuff with each other it's like x-rated stuff is going down there if you want to get involved you more you can it's free for you like i said i will send you the link when your episode is up and you could go there if you want like i said it's free for you to go on there and feel free to do whatever you want there but for everybody else if they just want to see the x-rated pics i I mean r-rated pics i have those on my patreon there's a link in the description. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. It's super interesting. I still need to, your your husband is still the big question mark in my mind. I love it. I love a fucking mystery. He's a question mark in my life. I love uh, it. I don't... Yeah, he's interesting to me. Um, but so thanks anybody. Your whole story is interesting. Uh, your journey is interesting. I want to know where you wind up 10 years from now. Um, but because where you've been <laughs> I so I'm far. I'm living my best poly life. You, I'm, I, really believe you will be you know maybe like I think you know maybe when your kids get older and stuff you might wind up maybe I don't know if you with a guy if the only thing what would be better than what you have now is if you had a guy who was like you very open you know but also wanting to have that primary relationship absolutely if I could find someone who ticked all the boxes and and you could play with like this. Could play with. Yeah. I I would be a happy camper. But do I see that happening for me? Probably. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to give up your family and that stuff yet. No, I think that, that would only not, be, that would only happen when your kids are up. older. Yeah, I think that your kids would have to be older. I don't think you would even be open to that uh, until way later. So nope, nope. But they might have a, a crazy uncle that comes <laughs> over all the time. I don't know. <laughs> well, they already have a boyfriend anyway. <laughs> Listen, lady, um, <laughs> thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. It was super interesting. And, thank you uh, so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for sending in your pics already. That was awesome. You're welcome. All you right. have a good afternoon. You too. Bye. All right, bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics 
of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous.